Hallelujah. I'm excited to see the young generation here also with everybody is young or younger. Is that correct? We the young with the white hair are younger. What a privilege again and again to stand in front of you. It's such a responsibility for us that can bring the word of God in such a dimension that we have all of you, the family listening, the family receiving, to submit to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit mark your hearts and give you the words that you need to hear through the words of this, his servant. And be here in such a day where I'm celebrating Pastor John's birthday. You know, it's amazing. We, I said, we're not on the screen. I, I saw Anita, but thank God he brought us here to say happy birthday, Pastor John. We really admire the work you're doing and appreciate your heart for the children and missions. One time, in a, years ago, in a little town of Illinois, Litchfield, it's like a little, little town, uh, you know, there was a meeting, a Holy Ghost meeting so powerful. The Lord spoke so clearly in that meeting, and it marked my life, that because we focus on missions and children, God will give us all the desires that we need to continue the work of the ministry in this life, to walk in the right path, but focusing on those that are out there that are unreached, I'm focusing on our children near and far. So it is a privilege. I want to hear the children shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, we got to wake up. It's, this is, a, this is, a, this is going to be a, a, a memorable, uh, memorable, because Jesus is here, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, family Sunday meeting. And it's going to probably blow the wind away from many of you. There's a fresh wind from heaven. Blowing over New England. You know, we, we've been New Englanders. We lived here from 1980 to 1990, 1981 to 92. Uh, so we were here 10 years in this land. And we were here standing with the pastor friends to see that the church would take root. And it seemed so hard as in some areas of New England, didn't it? Some people called it the grave of pastors of churches that's a lie that was a lie from the devil but now years later look where we are the winds of the holy spirit are blowing and we want to really jesus to touch and mark the hearts of our little ones so when they grow up the church will be even stronger than today are you excited yay and of course with children we have a lot of excitement with youth you, you just saw Kurt's uh, via the video there, you know. They're very cool to make things different and uh, cut on the cutting edge. We have a lot of excitement, but also with the adults. We are people that have to be excited with Jesus. Some, some, some people say, no, New Englanders are a little stiff. I don't see you stiff at all. I mean, you are real people. Look at your neighbor and say, you are a real person. A real people. And it's so, so exciting. You know, there's something that, um, it's not an icebreaker. You know, we children use icebreakers. Uh, maybe you remember from your days of old. Maybe the teacher did something fun to bring the attention. When a, a little child comes to, this, to, to school, I mean to church for the first time and goes into, into Sunday school and he doesn't know anyone and he's scared, he doesn't know what's going to happen. Well, you got to break the ice. You know, you got to make that child feel comfortable. So I have a challenge for you. Do you, wanna, do you want the challenge or not? Say yes or no. Uh, 
That one day we went, Pastor, we went to a, a, a high school in Illinois also. And this uh, Christian lady, she was a Spanish teacher. And she was teaching, the, you know, the, the, the seniors and the juniors and, and the, all of them. And she had this big, uh, large uh, Spanish class. And they would learn to sing, Si Cristo me ama. You know, yes, Jesus loves me in Spanish. And because it was Spanish, nobody, you know, the waves weren't really uh, choppy, choppy, it seems. But he said, come, Mario, and ask them if they mind if you share spiritual principles. If they say, no, we don't mind, go ahead, then you can talk a little bit about Jesus. And so I said, do you folks mind spiritual matters, that I share some spiritual matters? And they said, no, woohoo! And that day, heaven broke loose in that, in that high school. It was awesome. So my question for you, are you ready for the challenge? Okay, we need all to stand up, and uh, we, have, uh, we have something, you see, uh, let me tell you this. This is a different service. But the Lord is here with us. Amen? Yes. So don't give up on me. You love me? Yes. All right. Uh, the, I was, we were in a meeting with Pastor John and Anita uh, just last week. And uh, all of a sudden the pastor was full of the Holy Ghost. And everybody was dancing their miracle. Have you ever danced your miracle? It sounds a little funny, you know, if you're doing it on the flesh. But all of a sudden, get your partner to dance your miracle. And I look around and there's this couple. We admire them. They've been missionaries for life. They're about 80 some. And he moves very slow now. <laughs> and they are starting to go like this. So the Lord said, tells me, go and get in them. She said, look for crazy friends. You know, like the guy that came from the roof? The, the cripple. And they had, he had four crazy friends. They were totally crazy. They weren't holding back. They ripped that, that roof, that ceiling, and put the boy down. So Jesus would touch him. And so I get this young, this couple, couple, I mean, he could hardly move. And I grab their hand. And we start dancing on mirror. And I start getting tired because the dancing didn't stop. And they keep going, oh, I said, Lord, I hope they don't get a heart attack here. Oh, Father. And you know what? At the end, they were much more... They were breathing normal. I was. <laughs> so let's go now. You know, I want to invite young people or uh, men that are bold to come up here. And we're going to do this. Do this. Go like this. Chop, chop, please. You know, this is the real thing from heaven. And go here. This is a time to learn how to fly. Open your arms. And you can make more space. That's why I say just feel free. Don't let the, don't let the chairs, you know, box you in. Fly. Okay, the pastor is giving the example. I like this man. Look at him. And then when we learn how to fly, of course, we're not just going to stay like this, you know, like, like vulture. But we're going to go like this. And we're going to spin around. And we're going to go up. And then at one point, at one point, you're going to hear the words. You're going to jump left. And we're going to jump right. And then we're going we're gonna to worship our father. Children love this. Children, you can come forward. And so let's go. Put your hands in the sky. Let's see who is in better shape. Sometimes the older, older, older people are in better shape. And we think, and young people think, oh no, they are not going to be able to make it. Let's go, please, Mr. Mike. Put your hands in the sky. And this is the day. Father, we thank you for this time with the children, the youth, and us adults. Celebrating life in Christ. Celebrating...
our Pastor John's birthday, celebrating our children in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. So now, you're going to do as much as you can. It's all you can do is this. Do it, please. But do something. Oh, let's go, Lord. Can I have more volume? That's why you want to come here. Vamos. That's it. Now, we're going to go with our hands of the gut. Ready to fly. There we go. Don't stand behind. Children, let's get ready to fly. The pressure from the spirit is flowing.
neighbor five. Give, give somebody five. Jesus wants us to learn to fly. I think I'm getting younger. (laughs) Wow. Awesome. Wow. The joy of having the heart of a child. Let's not lose it, folks. Jesus said, maybe you can help me with this. You must, you must become just like a child to enter the kingdom of God. Isn't it amazing that God didn't say you must become, thank you, like Pastor John. Did he say that? You must must become become just like like a child child to enter the kingdom Jesus said it, and that settles the case. And if we really look at ourselves, if we're really honest about what we are doing as a family and as a church, we definitely need to be reminded of this and put it into practice to keep the little children closer to Jesus. Let's close our eyes and pray. Father, we thank you for the word that you have for us today. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher. You are the one that teaches. You are the one that has the anointing, brings the anointing, delivers the anointing, and helps us receive the anointing. So, Father, we thank you that... This day, the name of Jesus is lifted up in the hearts of the children and the youth, and also of us adults. And Father, that we together, we can worship you, magnify your name, and receive our portion. Our portion to take it out and touch others with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ah, Thank you, Lord, for water. All right, the dimension of the supernatural. How many of you like the dimension of the supernatural? You know, we adults like it, but kids love it. That's why, you know, Spider-Man and Batman and all those men are very famous. In the midst of the children, they lift them up. They know every trick they, they do, everything they say. And yet, Jesus, the super, 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 superhero, sometimes... Gets left on the in the closet. Why? If he is the author of the supernatural, why it is that we kind of put Jesus on the side? We're just going to go to a place now that I felt impressed of the Lord to share this with you today. And it's not just a word. I pray there's demonstration inside of the hearts of each one of you that acknowledges the word that comes and responds to it. And as a family, we can raise up Faith Christian Center to that new level that God is bringing. Amen. You think so? Yes. You want it? Yes. Well, we're going there and we want to go together. God is an awesome God. He's got so much supernatural 
out there in the dimension of the unknown, the unseen. But you know what? He brought that dimension to us. How many of you have given your life to Jesus? You are supernatural. That's why pastor calls me Super Mario. Because I'm supernatural Mario. Because supernatural Jesus lives in me. And you too are supernatural Mr. Smith. We have the deposit of God's supernatural power in us. And even though we feel that we are not exhibiting it, that sometimes we have to live like a, more like a chicken than like an eagle, uh, that is the workings of the enemy, working on our natural mind, because we have no foundation of God's word in our life the way we ought to have. Let me explain you. We have a sure foundation in Christ Jesus. Yes or no? Yes. Spiritually, you are totally complete. You are a woman of God, a virtuous woman. But you know what? There's something there that is not complete. And that's your mind. Your emotions are built up, I made up of everything that happens to you from the day you are born. And that, uh, Jesus, why didn't you take that away from us also? He did not remove that. He said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, that is our, the process that we have of human being to get all the, the, let's call it the way it is, the junk out. That thing that tells you you're amount to nothing, you're nobody, you know. They're not going to believe you. You cannot speak because you, you are ba boo ba da do da And you go, <laughs> and yet God says you are supernatural. You are his wonderful creation. Let's go to Psalms 139. Let's go there and start here. Psalms 139. Let's see what God says. This is awesome. I wish this, I wish we could project this the same way in the way that we projected. Thank you, Pastor. There's fire in the house of the Lord. The same way we project, you projected that uh, message on the screen about Pastor John's birthday. That we could project this Psalms 139 and we could see it. But right now, I trust and believe that even the children that are listening, opening their Bibles, are going to get it. Because this is the simplicity of God's word, which goes beyond the intellect. This is not an intellectual message for anything. 139, and let's go to verse, we're going to go from verse 14 to 16. And why don't you, we read aloud after me from my version, which may be uh, different than yours. And maybe yours explains a little better, but let's go with this. This is... Um, the living word, I believe. I praise you. Our life is to be a praise to God. I praise you, Lord. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Our function, children, is to praise God. Not to praise and wake up and go and turn on the TV and watch one of those Spider-Man, one of those men things. Or not go, wake up and go to our laptops and start uh, Googling and book facing, but it's good to praise God. That's our. <laughs> Did I say something right? <laughs> Thank you. 
It's not, it's not that what we need to do. We need to praise God from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. So it says here, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Look at your neighbor and say it again. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. None of this go-go-go-go deal for me. I am not going under. I'm not a little worm rolling down there on the hill on a little leaf. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a princess of the Lord. He's made you so unique and so beautiful. And you too, so handsome. Every child wants their portion. (laughs) They want to get it. Because this is what God's speaking to us. He has made us like that. Your works are wonderful. Tell the Lord. I mean, don't go, your works are wonderful. Tell him. Look for him. Lord, I, there you are. Your works are wonderful. <laughs> They're wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Wow. What? Who's wonderful here on earth? Uh, probably you're seeing some TV. You're seeing somebody there. Oh, wow. How, what a wonderful person. Well, the speaker, well, the preacher, whatever. No. The works of God are wonderful because he's an awesome God. I, I'm getting it. I know that full well. Uh-oh, this is something that we really need to record it, print it, and stamp it in our minds right now. I know it full well. Remember what you said. Don't change your mind when you walk out and somebody tells you something negative. Okay, let's go. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was make, made in the secret place. Wow, we were made in the secret place. Oh, this is amazing. We were made in a secret place. Wow, God has wonderful things before we even are made. While we are being made. And after we are made. Now I see all this made things here people we'll we'll all be made already but while you we and i were being made god god saw my frame let's go to the next uh, the next uh, paragraph when i was woven together in the depths of the earth the womb becomes the depths of the earth and God is weaving us. He's forming us. He's making us unique for His glory. He made you unique for His glory. So rise up and shine. This is your day. No one here walk away with His or her portion. Receive it. Holy Spirit is saying, reminding us of something so basic and simple and yet so powerful. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book. Before one of them came to be. be. 
This is like, we gotta sing it, huh? My God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. That is our God. He has a book with all your history, your story, your history. Everything is in there. Everything is there. Are we going to match it with our, with our lives? Or this ugly, dookie, mookie, fuki devil is going to take us in a different direction and the book will never be fulfilled. You want your book to be fulfilled? I want it. And maybe, you know, somebody was saying, uh, I heard somebody said, maybe on the TV, you know, somebody started the ministry at 80 years or 60 years, uh, I think Pastor Lafayette. He was, he was working, uh, he, 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 there's ministers that have done wonderful work. You know, some big business was started when somebody was 62 and had no money. So we have a whole future in God if we take hold of his word today. We're going to the essence of life before Say before. Before. To the essence of life. There was before one of the happenings of my life came to be. They were already written in the book of God. Hallelujah. And now Mr. Mike. Let's go to before. Say before. Before. We're going to see now. A simple scientific proof of how wonderful God is. Maybe we need that bigger, <laughs> larger, full screen, play underneath on the bottom. You go to the bottom of the whole thing, and there's a thing to play. Thank you. You know, PowerPoint has a little window on the bottom, bottom, where you push something and it becomes big. Thank you. Gracias. Gracias, amigo. Let's all say, before, before. I... I formed you in the womb, I knew you. We used to preach about, I mean, we've been saying this, sharing this message. I think we shared it here also many times. I keep repeating, I keep hearing. One day the Lord spoke to me when I was asking him, Lord, what's happening with me? I'm born again, I'm 32, and this awful thoughts keep coming back to my mind. Why didn't you come and rescue me when I was a child? Why didn't somebody come and share Jesus when I was a little kid? Why I had to go through all that mud and dog and mud that I had to go through? And the Lord took me to this scripture. And I, I, I shared and I preached that scripture. And, and, I, and I believe in that scripture. I believe that the word of God is the same yesterday, today and forever and that is word of God and speaking about you he's speaking about you he's speaking about me and this is what now what we now can see of the before let's go number two wow this is the wonder creation of our wonderful God this is the secret that children need to see to remain pure and don't go in those Sexual sprees when they are teenagers. Look there. That is before. Two parts. The sperm and the egg. This is the moment that they, can, they get together. And this is not even a minute later. It's formed. Before that, God 
knew you. So nobody tell me that you're an accident here, that you're going to go on there and going to live a mediocre life because God wants you to live your life to its fullest. Listen to it, young people. This is the wonderful creation. This is the book of God. Before that happened, there was a book written about you and me. Two and three. Study a little bit. I tell everybody, the youth especially, research history. Science is now just confirming. It's making this word real. I mean, we could have this whole thing written with that. Showing that. Because God spoke it from the beginning. He created it. He did that. Not an explosion or a monkey or a cell. A bacteria. Look at your neighbor and say, you are so special. How can I hurt somebody when I know that God had a book for you and he had you in a privileged place with a privileged plan? Let's go to number three. Before, let's say before Before. you were born, born. I I sanctified you. Let's look into that word. It means set apart, declared you holy and legitimized you. I legitimized you before You were born when you were still in your mother's womb. You were already formed. You were forming. God was looking. He says here in the secret place. He was weaving together all your parts in the depth of the earth. That is my God. You got to say mine too. too. That is the kind of generation we're raising up now. They just don't say amen. Did I tell you about the parrot? We had a parrot, and the parrot said, Hallelujah, hallelujah. We said, Oh, we have a Christian parrot. And all of a sudden, a day later, somebody loaned us this parrot to, I mean, to keep him while they were going on a trip. And then the next day, the parrot starts speaking one after the other. You know what? They're all these bad, the big words. <laughs> but they just repeat what they hear. But there's no meaning, there's no sense. But my God made that just for me. For me too. Just for me too. The kids, the children, when they learn this, they are not going. There's a moment to say amen. I don't want to get here into theology. There's a moment to say amen. But not for everything that the preacher says it. Especially Latinos. No, they go to Latin church. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, a black church. Hallelujah. hallelujah. And it's like, well, I was in a, in, a, in a church, a Spanish church here in New York. And I was saying, the devil is robbing the minds and the hearts of our children. And a sister over there says, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, brother. (laughs) Before I was born, my God set me apart. You got to say, my God did that with me too. Make it a long sentence. Affirmation. And it says, I, before you were born, I sanctify you. And before you were born, I appointed you. And appointed, we can see, decreed, prearranged, assigned your role. I assigned your role, Pastor John, before you were born. This moment was ordained by God for you. And you have not 
Mr. Thank God. The book that was written for you is complying with the life that you're living now. Uh, the book is concordant with that. We still can make it happen. Remember the guy that started his business when he was 62. And he didn't have any money and now he's a millionaire. So we still can catch up with the God's principle. And say, Lord, from this day, I know I've been created by you. I've been set apart by you. I've been uh, rearranged, prearranged by you to become and be a mighty man of God. Yes. That we can say all, no? A mighty woman of God. Yes. And let's see what's happening in the womb. As a prophet to the nation. Number four. That's the most wonderful. Oh, I think just, just, just going to that place where God was at work according to his word. He framed us into existence. Right there. That baby. If you, have a, if you are expecting a baby. That baby already has been ordained. Has already his role given to him for his whole lifetime. And 80% of people take that call to the grave yeah. without fulfilling it. Mm-hmm. Lord, it's not going to happen with me. The wonder. Full supernatural power of our awesome God who gave his only son Jesus, the real super superhero, to give us life and make us come over the filthiness and the mediocrity of life, regardless of how much money, how much fame, how famous you are in the world, you amount to nothing. That's what Paul said. I count everything done except Christ. That's really strong. (laughs) You are special. You are a special woman of God. Created by God for such a time as this. And inside of you, you know it. Come out. It's like Clark Kent and Superman. (laughs) Say before. Before. You were set apart before you were born. We were known before we were formed. That is the awesomeness and the supernatural power of God. We're going to see a a few more scriptures. Let's go to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. It says in uh, chapter 1 and verse, this is another supernatural happening. My God is an awesome. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power. And our God is an awesome God. He is an awesome God. Let's read this. I'm just going to read it. You listen and look at your Bible. And let the Lord, Holy Spirit, show you. What the message is for today. Because it's for you. And for your children. And for your children's children. It says. 
Then, uh, verse 11, then the, an angel of the Lord appeared to Zachariah, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. When Zachariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. Everybody that sees an angel usually gets scared. We know so much uh, still. Some people get scared when they see angels, although we have all this, all this printed in the book for years and years and years and millenniums. But the angels of the Lord are at work. They are the messengers of God. But also we know that they were because Satan dresses up very well as an angel of light. And we've seen so many angels of light come. No. Who gave those wrong relig- I mean those cults and, and false religions that are spinning now really strong? An angel came and spoke to him, him and him. And it says, when Zechariah, but there's the angel of the Lord. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled with fear, with fear. But the angel said to him, don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, would bear you a son. Was there a son yet? And even, even, even more difficult for our mind. There was not a son yet, but listen to this. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. Before he was born, that baby was going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. How are you filled with the Holy Ghost? Eden. Children, are you filled with the Holy Ghost? Yeah. I mean, this baby here, before he was, he went, we already started crying. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. And it says here that his wife could not have a baby. That is the, that is the supernatural thing. Elizabeth was barren, and that means that she could not conceive and get pregnant. She could not. So it's impossible for him to have a baby. And now this angel comes and tells this man, you're going to have a baby. Let's put his name already. You don't have to wait to see the, um, what's called, the ultrasound. <laughs> you don't have to see the ultrasound, see this boy or girl, to put the name of boy or girl. Just name him. I was able to see my children before they were born. It's not a super, oh, no, it's not a supernatural, but I had dreams. And I saw my boy, and I saw my girl, and I saw my girl. And I knew it was the ultrasound of the spirit. But this boy has a name already. This boy already has a name and a purpose. There's a, there's a set apart. There's a, I mean, this baby already has a role to fulfill on earth. And he's not even formed. The mother cannot have babies. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. All right. And then he goes, filled with the Holy Spirit, before, even before he is born. And then, and then goes on and on. This is my challenge. Are you willing? To let God be God in your life. Are we willing? I'm not going to ask you as the, 
the big high lofty preacher that thinks that he knows it all. I need help. I need to get into the realm in which the supernaturally is part of my daily thinking and living. And I can see it fulfilled because that is what God speaks here. But you know what? Even if I don't get there, I want to do everything I can in the world to pass the message to the little ones. To see that the little ones somehow get a glimpse of heaven like we are seeing now. And they can apply it to their lives so that emotional foundation, that foundation that is actually going to regulate your life. Why is people going back to the past? Why I go to the past sometimes? Why are we suffering because somebody said something wrong when we were kids? Why are we so much in this realm when God has promised and given us the supernatural evidence of his supernatural power to live the supernatural life here? Young people, listen. You are called to signs and wonders. Let me just, let's go to Isaiah 8. And we're going to, to see what the Lord keeps doing. Hallelujah. Isaiah 8. If, let's go to verse 18. We there? Isaiah says, now, uh, I'm going to change the name of Isaiah. I'm going to say, Mario says. I want you to say your name and says, before we read this. One, two, three. Mario says. Okay? Claim it for your family. Claim it for you. Here am I, Lord. And the children that the Lord have given me. Me. Let's say, me. And the children that the Lord has given me. Are for signs and wonders. Right now. Right here. Me. And the children. That God has given me. Are for signs and wonders. Here. And this day. Can we stamp that in our. Thresh, the thresholds of our home. And believe God for his world. That the supernatural power of God is going to flow through me. And the children that God has given me. What an honor and a privilege is served the children. The word of God. I think it's the highest calling. Of course, children minister talking. But I think I was shown. I have looked into the scripture. I have seen the world, the trends, the going up and down of revivals. And I know this is my knowing that children are the most special and the most high calling that we can display and work with in this life. The children in your children's church. That's why they're here now. And they're listening. Yeah. They learn to fly at least. They're listening. But you know what? There are workers there. That are giving their Sunday service. They are letting go of receiving. To give the word of God to the children. Like pastor said. We came here and we did an evaluation last week. And you know you guys are doing great. But you know what? You can do better. Workers, children, workers. You can do youth work. You can do much better. Let the supernatural power of God flow through you. 
But what an honor to serve the children. Landing, landing. Jesus said, the works that I do, you will do them also. And greater works will you do. How many of us can testify that that promise command, let's take it as a command, sir, yes, sir, and respond to him. How many of us can can testify that we are doing the works of Jesus and or greater works? Maybe we will not be able, and this is not, I don't think I am a wimpy statement. But I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best to let the power of God flow through me. The power of God is flowing now, touching your hearts. But what if we focus, we appoint, we target our children to pour out the true gospel of the true Jesus Christ into their lives. So they can do the greater works that Jesus has called us to do. Inserimo ajapare torime. Ameno, ameno, lancire, lanciremo torime. Ameno, o mandare imperabi, ameno, timere, timere, manciro, manciro.
works that I do, and greater works will you do. You, your children, are your children's children. That's Jesus. That's the supernatural. And much more.